So therefore, be proud to be a decent American rather than be just a wanker whipping up fear. Because you're supposed to tackle people, you're supposed to hit people at pace and hit them hard as part of the game. It's not chess we're playing. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double tap does what the f he wants. Hello everybody and welcome to What's the Story Podcast. Little old DS Pod. My name's Danny Murray. I'm Graham Merrigan. Oh. How are you? Fucking tremendous. Um what episode is it? This is WTS 123. Ew! 123. WTS oh three. man. You're biking all over the place and you shout into the mic like that. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean that. We are uh, we're trying out a new way of recording. Recording. We're always evolving with our technical. We're when trying I say to, we, I mean Danny. Uh, I'm trying to, yeah. I'm just trying to think of new ways that I can do this to make life easier and better for the listener. So, mm. but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, WTS one two three. I like that. Yeah. Um, and we are of course coming to you from our home. This is home. Fitzpatrick's Castle Kalini. Wonderful award-winning establishment. East, a wonderful East Ballybrack. East Ballybrack. A uh, wonderful award-winning establishment through a wonderful award-winning podcast. A match made in heaven, some might say. Others would say I'd rather just go to Fitzpatrick's for me dinner. And you can go to FitzpatrickCastle.com to see that menu and book a room and do all that kind of crack. That's FitzpatrickCastle.com. Just me and you this week, bud. Yeah. Just me You haven't done this since July. Yeah, it's been a good while. So anybody... Good run, so we, we kind of... Anybody moaning. Look, lads, you've had three months of stellar guests. Late, late show. Hey. We would our guest lineup would make the late late show blush. Exactly. Thanks to the independent for that stellar yeah. review. Chrissy Russell, journalist extraordinaire, freelance journalist, great girl. Um, my granddad rang me up on Saturday and was like, "Was uh, reading the paper here in front of me Saturday evening about seven o'clock?" No, it wasn't. I'm lying. It was about five o'clock. And I was like, "Ah, no, granddad, you were messing." I didn't know anything about it. Then I rang you. And you're like, "What the hell? No, I don't know." Then yeah. you get it. And it's like, ah, yeah. So you'd been talking to Chrissy, but that was months ago. Ah, uh, it was a good while ago. Yeah, yeah. That was, was in the summer, wasn't it? Um, I can't really remember when it was. It was a, it was a good while ago, at least. Mm. Mm. Um, but nonetheless, there they were. Some of my words, some of her words, all very complimentary towards us and other podcasts that we both enjoy and admire. Absolutely, well done. So yeah, I was happy with it. Nice to be featured in a national publication. So although we do have. Uh, stellar guests all the time yeah we're going solo this week we are yeah just just to show you that we can do it like we're capable of putting together <laughs> um an audio presentation that's longer than the 600 <laughs> <laughs> it was i suppose a bit of effort from us as well yeah true like sometimes know, we, we put out requests to guests sometimes they get back to us in their drove sometimes yeah. they don't so you have to remember that's like we're we're relying on the kindness of strangers essentially to come in and have a little chat with us yeah exactly um for free yeah. And we do this for free. Exactly. This is free entertainment for you. There yeah. are other podcasts out there who charge. We are not one of those podcasts. But if you would like to don't know money joking. <laughs> you can send a brown envelope with cash to that brings us nicely on to our first topic tonight, the Paradise Papers. <laughs> I was gonna say Greg Malal said he'd pay to hear yours. Didn't Greg. you, Greg? Thanks, Greg. Greatest postman in the borough. 
Um, yeah, Paradise Papers. Madness. What are the Paradise Papers? Um, who, who, what are they? Who, who, who oh, obtained Jesus. them? And why are they out there? Right. Well, I can't comprehensively answer all those questions. But we can we can <clears throat> answer them in WTS fashion. Exactly because <laughs> there, there's absolutely look lads. If you want the real news, go to the bleeding news. If you want the WTS version of events, you come to WTS pod. Um, yeah. From what I understand, the, the Paradise Papers are essentially a leak of loads of documents. When you say a leak, is that someone hacking and, and obtaining these files? I I think so. But I haven't actually checked that. So I know people I are blaming. The, they're they're blaming the Russians, aren't they? Again, aren't the Russians uh, like responsible I don't for everything know if on the internet? They're blaming the Russians because there was um, a report to say about uh, that Maltese journalist that was blown up in her car. Right. It was that she had something to do with the Paradise Papers, and that's why um, action was taken and she was killed ultimately which is absolutely scumbag behaviour it's bad crack um, but if it's a case of hackers <coughs> obtaining files illegally yeah for what I don't know because the people that are named in this and there's a lot a lot of people they haven't done anything illegal Exactly, and that's the key here. None of these people have done anything illegal. Yeah. So I've just done a quick Google there to give us some sort of fact, mm. right? Yeah. 13.4 million documents. Wow. Didn't realise it was that many now. That, yeah. I mean, I would have used wow. millions rather than just loads. You know what I mean? Like, loads could be 70. Loads <laughs> <laughs> could be five. Yeah. Just loads. Loads of them, man. Loads. How many? 13.4 million. Um, detailing the tax affairs some of the wealthiest people and companies in the world the majority of data comes from papers leaked by Appleby a Bermuda based law firm specialising in offshore accounts nearly 100 media organisations were involved in sifting through the tranche of files which were obtained by German newspaper Süddeutsche Zeitung do you want to try to say that? no okay <laughs> Shared with the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists. So, right. what we have so far is somebody found 13.4 million pieces of paper in a skip in Bermuda and sent them via FedEx to a German newspaper. And said, look at them. And the German newspaper were like, did these come from a skip? And I was like, yeah. He was like, ah, give it to the journalists. Don't want it. And then the journals looked into it. And they found out that there was people acting the MAGA. So, so like the WikiLeaks. Yeah. What What happened as a result of the Wiki, WikiLeaks? Not a whole lot, really. Not a whole lot. Like, no. like, people were found to have done this. This is how they were supposed yeah. to have acted. Like, there was a... I'm oh, sorry, I'm just going to... Fuck me, me. <laughs> I just gone a bit off, but you know Harvey the Harvey Weinstein situation. Weinstein. Weinstein situation. <laughs> Do you know the Harvey Weinstein situation? <laughs> I did that for. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I'm at the milling me knee off the table. It really hurts. <laughs> Do you know the that the Weinstein uh, situation? Yeah. Um, he tried to get uh, Mossad spies to. What spies? Mossad. The Israeli intelligence agency. Oh, sorry, right, okay. I didn't know what you were talking about there. He tried to get them to hush his victims. Did he? Yeah, yeah. 
was only re- like revealed the same time as Paradise Papers. Okay. But the amount of kind of uh, information that was revealed in WikiLeaks, mm-hmm. you know, about all these individuals and politicians and nothing has happened. No, but it never and does, no- man. Nothing will happen to the elite of the world. But with this, like, why should that happen? They haven't done that illegal. No, nothing. They haven't done that illegal. Um, no, they haven't at all. But it just begs the question how the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Yeah, well, actually, just on. It does, <laughs> there was, though. There was a brilliant tweet during the week because uh, obviously the, the actors from Mrs. Brown's Boys have been caught up in this. Yeah. And there was a tweet during the week that was like, I am outraged at the actors from Mrs. Brown's Boys. They should 100% be going to jail for what they have done. And also, their tax affairs are a disgrace. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I actually like Mrs. Brown's Boys. So do I, but that was a cracker. Yeah, it's it one of them that like, people love to shit on it, but it's actually, I love it. Yeah. You know? But I found it remarkable <clears throat> that like Mrs. Brown's, uh, the Mrs. Brown's Boys cast, yeah. um, I think it was Brendan O'Carroll's sons, and uh, his daughter yeah. yeah there were three of them i think it was the daughter her husband and one of the others yeah so i think there was five or six people uh that were um involved with this scheme of avoiding a total of two million uh, yeah. pounds sterling and then you have the queen who was in these files yeah. and the queen's estate and everyone belonging to the royal family yeah and it, it was containing billions yeah. of a tax avoidance but bbc the bbc news at 10 o'clock at the top of the hour Mrs. Brown's boys. Yeah. Come of course. on, like, yeah. come on. It's ridiculous. Go after Paddy. Go out. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely. Yeah. Oh, but do you think it's go after Paddy? Well, I don't know. Even the way Panorama done it. They like. I do- didn't. I missed it. They doorstepped your one for Mrs. Brown's boys as she was walking into the studio to record, like, and it was like, and blah, 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 your tax affairs, and blah, 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 how much were you paid, blah, blah. And you could tell she was a bit like, what the fuck? Wait, like, hold on a minute here. She was going in to record the show. Yeah. That's produced by the BBC. Yeah, and Panorama, the investigative journalist, I can't remember his name, from Panorama. From the BBC? Yeah, effectively, like, <sighs> tried to doorstep her as she was walking in. Um, they not have asked for an interview. I know, yeah. and then the, well, well, that's the other side of it. They they also rang her on her mobile, and then the question was asked, how did, it, like, Panorama don't just have her mobile? Did so they get they that get from that? BBC? The BBC, like, you know what I mean? Was it a bit like, fuck it, go on. But, uh yeah, so they doorstep her and they're, they're giving her a grilling and they're really making it out to Miss Brown's boys. But then, like, after Miss Brown's boys, they start talking about Apple. And with Apple, it was kind of like... Billions. Oh, well, Apple, you know, I mean, come on, like, it's Apple. And, like, it was real softly, softly compared to, like... But Apple transferred their Irish profits to a bank in Guernsey. Yeah. And then the Irish government bought it back. Jersey, wasn't it? Guernsey. Was it not Jersey? I'm pretty sure I read Guernsey. G-U-E-R... It's pronounced Jersey, though. And no... <laughs> <laughs> I know the difference between Jersey and Guernsey. <laughs> it was probably one of those islands. Oh um, but yeah, the Irish government bought it back. It's like... Well, no, I, I don't know if that's 100% right. What Apple done was they... Apple had three companies here, right? right. Subsidies, was it? Yeah. And two of them, when the whole double Irish thing was closed, two of them they put into... Guernsey slash Jersey. Yeah, one of right? the islands. And then the other one, they made a permanent resident company within Ireland. But what they done was they put all their profits through the oak in Guernsey slash Jersey and then sent that back so that no income tax had to be paid on it. So it wasn't the Irish government doing it. It was just Apple being really clever. Go- do you think the Irish government were aware of it? <coughs> Whether aware of it or not is irrelevant. The fact is that there's a loophole there yeah. and they exploited it. 
But I do think it's hilarious that Leo Varadkar was in the doll, and he says that the Irish government are going to pursue people named in the Paradise Papers for a tax owed. And I'm like, you can't even get the fucking 13 billion out of Apple. Oh, Shut up, man. He's a cabbage. You absolute cabosh. Here's where I stand personally on the Paradise Papers. Like, there's there's no way they did anything illegal. They, yeah. They're just literally these billionaires. Obviously, I don't I don't buy. Um, I don't buy that some of them weren't aware and that they just allowed an accountant to look after their finances and this is what's after happening. Because um, if it's your finances, you should know where your finances are going to end up or your investments or whatever. Um, but I just think, like if I came into money, a bit of money, I don't think, I know I wouldn't. I, now, I'm, I'm the complete opposite. No, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't. <clears throat> Like, my lifestyle would change. Um, I would probably have a bit more luxuries than I would. I'd go on extra holidays. But I wouldn't look for investments so in such obscure places. Just I would. To, to, I wouldn't. If I won the Euro Millions tomorrow, yeah. I'm on top of the Euro Millions, I'm not talking about the shit 16 million Euro Millions. <laughs> You're talking about the 105 or I'm something. I'm talking about the big one. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I won that, one of the first things I do would be going to, like, a financial advisor and be like, what is the best way for me to be can you not do that research tax, yourself though tax compliant and efficient and keep as much money as i possibly can yeah but can you not can you not do that yourself instead of hiring someone well, you trust can. yourself as opposed to no because some of these people now are blaming their financial advisors and saying look my hands are clean yeah I'm, yeah and and rightfully and that's another reason you absolve yourself almost mm. from it because you're like well hang on there was a company so that way yeah fair enough you as the individual still bear the brunt of responsibility but at least you can go back and sue a company who you're like you're meant to be acting in good faith and but then again they haven't done that in illegal so yeah my whole thing but it just this. begs the question why do they're, they're loaded as it is they're multi multi millionaires sometimes yeah. in some in some respects billionaires it just begs the question why do they need to avoid an extra 10% of tax or whatever because it's like everything else in this world you get a little bit of it and you want more yeah that's great that's you 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 get those Facebook likes you see a couple of them coming in you're like oh yeah deadly you check back you see another few and you get that dopamine hit and you start wanting more you know what I mean <laughs> I don't yeah you do Grant. everybody oh. does man you get them Tinder matches and you see one coming in. And that's a fair, like, that's a fair. There you go. Right? <laughs> that's a fair reflection. You know what I mean? I, like, in my head, I'm like. It I, I would, if I, like, <clears throat> we're using, look, let's face it, me and you yeah. in our lifetime aren't going to be making millions. The only Un, chance. Unless a, a generous philanthropist comes in and yeah. says, you know what, that WTS part, I like it. I like it. <laughs> so the only chance I can see us coming into a bit of money is by winning Euro Millions. More than likely. I would try my best to maintain that not much would change in my lifestyle or in my life would because i have a brack? very happy life what would you leave the brack not a chance would i leave no way you, you that's my leave. life my you, life is there you wouldn't leave the brack no you'd stay in the gaff you're in i don't know about staying in the gaff I'll, so, I'll you, so you'd upgrade to a fancier gaff in the brack probably to a bigger yeah i'd move to east belly brack um i don't know Look, I, I'd, 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 my point is basically I, I'd have that so much money that I wouldn't be bothered about and you wouldn't let I'd money, keep the taxes in Ireland you wouldn't let money change is what you're saying no and I've often said to you the the, 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 the salary I'm on I'm I would be content paying more tax if I knew uh, public services um, ah but I think every, I, 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 I think everybody would I think that's yeah but that goes that goes the same way as if I, if I came into a bit of money I wouldn't change that much i'd go on 
probably instead of one holiday a year I'd probably go on two or three right I'd probably have a, a bigger car but I wouldn't get three or four cars you can only drive one at the one time ah uh, yeah well would you not have like you know one for nipping down the shops <laughs> one for picking up your tinder mats I'd love us to get a bike where you're riding that and I'm on the side oh my god a little sidecar <laughs> that'd be me in the sidecar oh would be deadly yeah. I'd get a little Renault Twizzy for going to shops you see what the hell's a Renault Twizzy have you never seen a Renault Twizzy no I'll show you after they're amazing little yokes they're little electric cars but, but, but are you would you <clears throat> would you go out of way to invest money um, and then would, would you be consciously happy with some of the situations that's say happening uh, done, I've done nothing illegal why not yeah okay. all, all I'm doing is making sure that I have more money for when I need it or for my kids or my grandkids or whoever comes after me if I don't have kids for the hundred dogs I leave in my mansion but I think if you're like if you're someone like Bono <coughs> I think you're financially he's he's financially secure for four generations probably after him yeah probably yeah without looking to invest yeah. in a shopping centre in Lithuania but you see here's the thing and I'd love to get people's opinion on this tweet us at WTS pod lads like if you if you were told tomorrow mm. that look you're paying this amount in tax but did you know if you done this you'd save 15% per year that go into your pocket and you wouldn't be breaking the law everyone would do it I'd, pr- I'd ask more questions because I'd want to know why there's a di- di- differentiation of 10%. I wouldn't just say, yeah, yeah. Honestly, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, all right, fine. But even after asking the questions. Yeah. Like, what Like what would it take for them to say? But I wouldn't. <clears throat> like, if you were told. There's, see, there's no loopholes, as far as I'm aware, in, in Ireland for right. tax avoidance. And if I came into a bit of money and I was doing investments, it would only be in Ireland. I wouldn't invest anywhere else. But then you're never going to make money. Then that defeats. I the wouldn't be trying to make more money. I've got but, I've got my hundred that def- million that I've just won. That's the, that defeats the purpose of investment. Like obviously you can invest in stuff in Ireland. But no, I mean, but I I'd, I'd, I'd invest in it from a philanthropy point of view as opposed to making money. Well, th- well, that's something different. Like, you, yeah. like these people do that as well. Like we mentioned, Mrs. Brown's boys and Brendan O'Carroll. Brendan O'Carroll gives millions to charity in no. his defence. Bono for all the shiting on he does also does give money he doesn't just ask for other people's money he does give money to charity himself as well like and I think that's it's but I think it's a bit rich sometimes pontificating you know give money to this charity give money to this charity and then you're um, going out of your possibly going out of your way to try and avoid about 10% extra of tax but you see I think anybody given the chance would do it I think I wouldn't. I, I don't think that's fine, fair to okay, say. Though. Anybody, fine. The vast majority. Do you think the majority? I would say, yeah, I'd say more than eight out of ten people. I'd say you'd get more than eighty percent of people saying, "Absolutely, the money's better in my pocket than it is in theirs." Mm. You know what I mean? Unless it's going to be, unless it's going to be detrimental. That doesn't make my point wrong. It doesn't, but it doesn't make mine wrong either. It does. <laughs> unless it's going to be detrimental to a service within society, then. And again, or unless it is going to be illegal. Then you know, I don't see what the, the downside is. Why wouldn't you want the more money? Why wouldn't you rather be comfortable? Or why wouldn't you rather have a few extra bob to go on an extra holiday a year? Or whatever the case may be. Buy that fridge freezer that's been acting the mag- to replace the one that's been acting the maggot on you. Like. Here, here's a question. And I'm not being cynical about this question. <coughs> but you know when um, the whole argument of you 2 and they don't pay taxes in Ireland? Yeah. Because... Their band is registered in Holland. Yeah. And but they, they okay, go on. I'll yeah. yeah. But the question, my question is, um, Bono has always said he pays in 
more than enough tax in Ireland. Yeah. How how, how does he? And I'm not being cynical. I'm just asking because well, I, I brought this up in work the other day. Yeah. And the lads are like, well, he drink in Ireland, so a point again is point tax. Yeah. So is that what he's referring to, or well, everything? I mean, ultimately, his his permanent residence is in Ireland, so right. he has to so pay he tax. Pays tax. Okay. I just so, I was wondering what he meant by that. Yeah. So like he has to pay tax there, and then yeah, stuff like what they're saying, like when he buys stuff, that's VAT. So he's shopping. So clothes, all that kind of stuff. Plus, house. you have to remember, every time a U two album is sold, there's tax on that. Yeah. You know, what I mean, every time there's a U two concert ticket sold, yeah. there's tax on that. Plus, the economy booms. Well, not booms. Sorry, that's. Uh, um, it's hyperbole. The economy definitely benefits from when you two play in Ireland because the amount we were there this summer. Yeah, different nations play. Exactly, the amount of people that come in. Do you think they they get a rough? I do. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, a rough ride from the press in terms of their tax. I do. Yeah, and I get it. I get why because yeah, sometimes Bono is preachy and yeah, sometimes he is annoying. Like you know what I mean? And he wears platform shoes, which is extremely annoying. But like. But if you want to come on the show, we'll have you. Exactly. Just <laughs> Did wear, you get our Christmas card Just wear year? slippers. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I... Yeah, I'm firmly behind that. I I would have no... Firmly behind what now? Firmly behind whatever these people are doing to... Tax avoidance is not illegal. If I could get away with it, or if I was smart enough to do it, I would 100% do it. And I would challenge people on it as well. Who say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. So, like, I know me and you talked about this, and I don't want to get in an argument with you and all that. But, like, again, I see very little difference between this and your tradesman who comes to you and says, if I do it on the books, it's 500. I do it off the books, 300. And that 300 goes in his pocket, and nothing goes to the state. See, yeah. If I comment on that, we'll get into a rail. We won't, I promise. I just think it's, as I said to you, I think it's a false. You're talking bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a false equivalence based on the the value of money that we're talking here. But you see, I disagree with that based on like <sighs> like there's working class <clears throat> Dubliners down on Moore Street, right? And, and just because they're working class, no, they no, have no, to pay tax. No, 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 no. Let me finish. I'm not saying that at all. That's what it sounds like you, you're shaping up no, to say, right? No, 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 you, fin- you, you attacked me there after one sentence. I did, yeah, because look, you, look at you. Because look at you. You want all the plebs to just have it for free. No, I don't. Not at all. This plebiscite has to happen, man. This is not, not, not happening. At all. Go on, sorry. So, there... I just wrote this down earlier on, so I wouldn't get it right. So okay. Like, right. All right, here we go. He's doing research. Just, it's just, no, no, it's just the point I wanted to make. Um... So the working class, there's working class people down on Moore Street. Yeah. The state doesn't receive any taxes when they're selling, say, cigarettes or anything like that. Yeah. Up in the black market. So it raids, it raids them, yeah. confiscates the contraband and prosecutes, prosecutes them. Yeah. Right? Then there's bankers down in the IFSC. Yeah. Selling tax avoidance measures. Right. And the state doesn't receive taxes that it should. So that's fine. To an extent, I see the point you're making, but there's a huge difference. Physical contraband versus a loophole. It's a lot harder for a government to close a loophole than it is to send somebody in to confiscate physical contraband. How, when they've created the loophole, or the loophole exists because of them? Because usually speaking, in order to close a loophole, they would have to pass whatever in the doll, or they'd have to 
But they can pass things when they want. They can, but it has to be drafted, it has to be read, it has to... Like, I'm not disagreeing with you. Like, a loophole shouldn't be there. A loophole is a mistake. I'm not disagreeing with you. And by the way, I'm not saying that um, someone on Moore Street selling contraband is acceptable. I'm just making the point. No, I get it. But you see, that's the exact kind of thing that I... It's one law for the rich, one law for the poor. I'm not sure if I'd go that far. I like I, I, I think I agree with 90% of what you're saying, but I just think when we get to the finishing line, I'm like, I'm not ready to cross it there. I, That's I, the closest you've ever come to agreeing with. I know, yeah. Because, feels. because what you're saying makes perfect sense, but I just think the difference is that it's, it is harder to do the latter than it is to, to take something that's a physical thing that you can take away from somebody. It shouldn't be harder, though. In theory, no, but they're getting prosecuted. Mm. They're getting prosecuted sometimes jail because there's physical evidence because yeah. that's illegal. It's yeah. not illegal to, to tax avoid. It's illegal to evade tax. What about the um, the bankers doing the um, track of mortgages? That's different. They're going to be let away with that, which is a disgrace. Yes, which is an absolute disgrace. And yeah. it's the second time the banks have fucked people over and they're getting away with it. Yeah, well, probably more than the second time, more but the second, second big time involving property in Ireland, like not only doing it and. And I 100% agree with you. Somebody should be prosecuted and somebody should be held responsible there. But the central bank is asleep and fucking I don't know what. Like, it just meanders along. But with this, it's it's this is different in the sense that, again, tax avoidance isn't illegal. So, yeah, I agree with you. What they're doing is ethically wrong. 100% it's ethically wrong. But it's not illegal. Ethically, yeah, I think the ethics of it boil my blood more so. Yeah. Um, where do you stand with the um, the the comments that you know the thirteen point five billion? The Apple is stuff. it million or billion? Billion. Oh, Jesus Christ! The thirteen five point five billion yeah. tax that Apple actually owes. Yeah. And where do you stand on the point where people say, "Sure, no, we can't take it back after them. They'll just leg it and they create loads of jobs." Is that an acceptable response to that? It is on two fronts for me. One, that's quite probable. And two, even if we did take the 13.5 billion, it wouldn't be for Ireland. We'd have to distribute that to the EU based on stuff that was sold in Luxembourg, stuff that was sold in France, stuff that was sold in Germany. So when you shake all the branches, really? we'd get absolutely feck all of it. So how much is actually owed to us then? I don't know. I don't know. But I know that like it, that 13.5 billion, 100% would not, would not come to Ireland. Like, But we have... Uh, Corporation tax of twelve and a half percent. Yeah. Which means that any corporation that is operating in Ireland has to pay uh, yeah. that twelve and a half tax on profits. Yeah. So Apple pays one point seven five percent at the moment. Because they were clever and they exploited a loophole. Yeah, that just annoys the fuck out of me. Sorry for my language. No, like I I get why it does, but at the same time I'm kinda like, look, Anything that is there to be man- manipulated, somebody is always going to be clever enough to do it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's so annoying, though. It's, it's, as I said, it's one rule for the rich, one for the poor. But I would challenge anybody who says if they were part of the rich, they wouldn't do it. I, I wouldn't do it. I know for a fact I'd do it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be part of the rich. Yeah, that's just the leftist little Trotsky head in you. No, I wouldn't want to be part of the rich. <clears throat> um, we could do so much with that money from Apple. If we if we claimed it like we should have, but we can't. But that's the point. We can't because how are they allowed to do loopholes when they're operating a business in Ireland? Because they have two subsidiaries that are offshore. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And they loop it back around to the one that is a permanent is, resident in is, Ireland. Is that could could that have been avoided 
if adherence was probably not no because oh. well look in hindsight yeah like you could argue anything if they had just done this or they just done this but ultimately with the double irish there originally and then michael newman closing the double irish that loophole then meant apple kind of went okay so the easy way for us to do this is gone it's very but thankfully we have a plan b and we'll just do that like it's very it's very unsettling to me that multi-billionaires are constantly looking for uh, avoidances to pay taxes but why though? Do you not think that they're paying plenty of tax through PRSI and all that through the thousands of people they employ in this country? No. So they have to pay more, is what you're saying? No, they pay they pay what they should. Okay. Like they pay like we have a corporation tax of twelve and a half percent. They're not paying yeah. that because of loopholes. Yeah. So to me that's very unsettling. But again Okay, what would you think is Like we, we like you get you get jailed for having a t uh, don't not having a TV license over here. What's the equivalence? I don't well, the equivalence is that they're not people like bankers and stuff don't get investigated for their wrongdoing and get let away with it. But then we have people who actually sometimes, in some cases, don't serve jail time for a TV license. But do there was a situation in Cork where a man had to drive up to a, a, a guard car, picked him up in Cork, yeah, brought him up to Parlish Prison, yeah, registered him, registered yeah. him for his uh, TV license avoidance, yeah. Uh, br- Sign them in and let them go. Yeah. That's just a waste of fucking time. And it's, it's a waste of state assets, 100% it is. But the other side of it then is, and just to play devil's advocate here, and bearing in mind, I do think the banks were a shower of bastards, and I do think people should be held responsible. But do you genuinely think this country would have been able to put a jury in place that would have given a fair trial to the likes of Shawnee Fitz, or Fingers Ringleton, or any of them? Would 12 members of the Irish public have been able to sit there, given everything that went on in the press, given all the negative that the property crash got and the recession got and everything else, and seven or eight years after that, when we're starting to go through a little bit of a recovery, would we, as a public, have been able to sit in a courtroom with these people and genuinely, and without any bias or prejudice at all, have been able to be a jury? Probably not, no. Exactly. So then they can't have a fair trial. I'd say that... Um people's decisions would have been made up <clears throat> so then they can't have a fair trial which then means that no because but the can media you not do a non-jury trial no but why would they be entitled to a non-jury trial i don't know the only time a non-jury trial is in place i think is I, i'm almost certain it's like in in the the family courts right or for like minor like misdemeanors but for like something like that it would have to go to jury as far as i know now i'm not a legal expert somebody can correct me if they want but I'm not sure either. Yeah. We're um, completely out of our depth on that subject. Big time drowning. <laughs> Come here, I want to change course. Okay, but can I just say once more, if anybody out there has any tax loopholes that I can benefit from, <laughs> if you can get in touch at WTS Pod, <laughs> I'd more than happily exploit them. <laughs> oh, he wouldn't. He says that. Or just let me employer set up me taxes. If you put in a brown envelope, he'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come here UFC 217 was last oh week Oh my god I didn't stay up I fell asleep after the prelims We're a week late to the party here and I don't look, care It was a great yeah, card It was a great card Look George St. Pierre Has to be considered The greatest mixed martial artist of all time now Yeah he does yeah There's no ifs and or buts about it He was to me before anyway There are no ifs and or buts about it Do you think he'll stay at that way? I don't know. I think he'll probably fight Robert Whittaker. How um, do you think he looked? Were you were you impressed with him? Against um, Michael Bisping? I was and I wasn't. I was in oh, the sense... Well. Why, why, why I wasn't in the sense that he looked like he was gassing very early. 
he looked. Yeah, but I was in the sense that even at that, he was still controlling the distance. He was still... Uh, the most damage Biz being done was when Pierre got him on the ground and, and was in mount or not in mount in, in guard when he had him in guard like and Bisbing was elbowing him from the bottom and he cut him open but stand up George was absolutely winning absolutely yeah um, yeah I like Joanna against Rose Lamayunas oh my god man I had Rose by submission yeah I seen people during the week were still going on about it and there was I seen Chris Fields actually tweeting Mark Goddard me. He said, did he tweet Mark because he, he, he tweeted me saying I should have got me money he tweeted Mark Goddard and he was like can you just explain how when a, uh, a fighter taps due to strikes it's not considered a submission and it's considered a KO and what did Mark say I didn't see the reply oh we check yeah go on yeah because it was actually this evening as we're recording so we might as well um, see if Mark got back to Chris Fields because um, I did thanks to your brother um, he, he showed me the odds of that yeah yeah and uh, I, that's why I did it and I was like Daniel Cormier and I see, when I seen when I seen uh, Joanna tap I was like oh my oh god, my god yeah. they're winning some money here uh, Daniel Cormier shouting Tug Rose repeatedly yeah, was, was the equivalent of Jim Ross shouting Harrowitz wins Harrowitz wins or, was, Stone Cold it was Stone Cold deadly man Tug Rose I think more uh, casual wrestling fans will probably remember the Stone Cold Stone Cold probably as probably. opposed to the Harrowitz yeah. wins that was for the diehard lads out there. How are you saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Quick one for you. If a fighter taps due to strikes... So Mark hasn't got back to win. Okay, at time of recording, Mark hasn't got back. But if you go onto Chris Fields' Twitter and scroll... Oh, wait. Due to... Quick one for you. Okay. So Chris asked Mark... Refer- uh, UFC referee, MMA referee, Mark Goddard. Quick one for you. If a fighter taps due to strikes, why is it called... Why is it called a TKO? Is it just because strikes are involved? Mark responded with, think the same when an injury occurs. Oh, wait, sorry, just two. So first he said, Chris, officially you can't have a submission from strikes. Strike-based stoppages, no matter how, are TKO, um, KO. It's just how it's recorded. Think the same when an injury occurs, a dislocation or break. Even though the fighter may tap, it's recorded as a TKO. There you have okay, it. there you go. There you have it. So that's that then. There's me and I, I won't be appealing to Paddy Power. <laughs> no, that's you put to bed, son. That's you put to bed. But Rose was sensational. She was, she was brilliant. I was delighted I, Joanna lost because on the lead up in the bed, Joanna was attacking Rose's mental health and all yeah, that. Yeah, like, fuck yeah. you, Joanna. And I, I, I like Joanna. So do I. Until I seen that, I was like, ah, but Joanna, I thought, you don't need do you know a mental health to Do you know what it fight. reminded me of? It reminded me of when Rhonda fought... Um, Holly Holm right and Holly Holm was just real chill and it was like Rhonda was trying to cause yeah it was like she the was exact same yeah because Rhonda like it was like Rhonda needed that kind of hype or she needed that antagonising nature to, to be G'd up for the fight like yeah and Rose is just Rose Namahuna she's yeah. just chill and she's nice and you know what I mean mm. she just floats about and does her thing and then you have Joanna who's trying to get it really intense and she's trying to spark it all up and Rose is sitting there praying. Oh, stop. Like. <laughs> brilliant. Uh, I did a treble. I did Rose, GSP, and Cody Cabrand. Oh. Sick I was. Especially when Cody knocked TJ down the first oh, round. Man, he, I was like, t- oh my God. TJ was saved I, by I, the bell. He was saved by the bell. I knew, I knew for a fact GSP was going to win. There was no yeah. way I could see Bisping Bisping winning. Being him, yeah. So when Cody knocked him TJ down, I was, I had me money spent. Yeah. It was one of them, like, had that had he knocked him down, I think thirty seconds earlier, it would have the, the ref would have waved it off because mm. like like TJ wasn't 
fully defending those shots. It was the buzzer that said when he stood up, he was wobbling like. Mm, yeah. And then the second round he comes out, he lands that head kick, and that's the beginning of the end. In fairness, it was beautiful from Dillashaw. Like, Would you I don't like hate Dillashaw. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. I like the I like the thoughts of TJ versus DJ though. Um, I think that's clever from TJ. If I'm being honest, mm. I think that's really clever from because two way champ. My, well, no, I think it's just that Mighty Mouse has completely ran through everybody. I think TJ beats him. At everybody. Well, I don't know. I don't think TJ beats him. I don't see Mighty Mouse would be on my Mount Rushmore of MMA. Well, obviously because he's like he like to me he's I for me it's how many G- of the Mount Rushmore four is it four right. yeah go on. GSP Right Anderson Yeah Mighty Mouse Yeah Oh The fourth one's the tough one GSP Yeah Mighty Mouse Yeah Anderson Yeah And the fourth one Who would you have in the fourth one Hang on Are you agreeing with me on them three Or are you no. going to do your own one I have my own one Just based right. on pop- popularity what's, I, what's your basis for that Obviously, because championship and defense. Oh, I'm, I'm going by like in defenses. terms of who I think is the best. If I was going on popularity, it would be like. No, my popularity is in my favorite fighters. All right, yeah. Well, I'm going based on, like Anderson wouldn't necessarily want to be favorite fighters, but like you can't deny what he achieved. Like, mm. but if I was going by like, does the drug test not taint it a bit? It doesn't. It doesn't. It does in the sense that it'll always be a question mark, yeah. but it doesn't in the sense that. It was essentially dick pills. It, he had lost the championship already. And it was off the back of a leg break where, like, he was on anxiety medication and shit because he was having nightmares because he couldn't, he, like, he couldn't get his head around the fact that his leg broke like that. Ugh. So, I like, I, I've mixed feelings on it. In one sense, I've got this dude who, you know, had this impeccable career. He didn't lost to Weidman in goofy fashion. He didn't broke his leg in the rematch to Weidman. And then he tried to come back from that leg break and while he was trying to come back he had anxiety he had mental health issues he had all these things and so i don't know i don't know but yeah there's a question mark but for me i waive it i won't waive it for john jones because john jones has multiple defenses right fair enough so i'm actually you know, right i'm gonna go gsp mighty mouse anderson and in the last face on my mma mount rushmore would be any women, female fighters? That's what I was thinking, but then I'm kind of like, I don't know. Because Rhonda uh, is tainted now. Joanna is tainted. Tainted is because they've, they've lost. Well, Rhonda's tainted in the sense that her loss to Holly Holm was, was like, just, she got obliterated. Yeah. And then when she tried to come back against Nunes, and how she's handled herself yeah, on both very losses. very disappointing, yeah. Very disappointing. So to me, it's hard to do that, you know what I mean? Whereas if you look at you know, look at how Anderson handled any of the losses he's had. He's handled it kind of decent enough. Mighty Mouse, when he lost, he handled it decent enough. Um, St. Pierre got back in there and won the belt back after he lost to Matt Serra. Mm. Um, Not impressed by your performance. <laughs> that was Matt Hughes, I think. Oh, it was Matt Hughes, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Go on, what's the fourth one? Fourth one. I'm going to go Chuck Liddell. Oh! You took my one! I'm going to go Chuck purely based on the fact of what he done for the sport. And probably got us into it. He played a huge part a of A huge it. part of me staying watching it. Yeah. I'm going to pick Chuck. Yeah. I'm going to pick GSP. Yeah. I'm going to pick... I'm 
Brock Lesnar. Wow, all right. Wasn't expecting that. And I'm gonna pick Conor McGregor. Oh, I couldn't put Conor on mine. Couldn't. Conor doesn't get near my Mount Rushmore. Yeah, that's Chuck, GSP, Brock, and Conor McGregor. All for different reasons. Right, give me give me your reason on Brock Lesnar. Because he's a monster and I love him. So is Shane Carwin. Yeah. But Brock. Brock, Brock be Shane Carwin, I suppose. So was Kane Velasquez then. Yeah. Um, Chuck, because Chuck, the whole Chuck and Tito um, rivalry. Bad blood. Even if you're not an MMA fan, watch, watch that. that documentary. Yeah. It's crazy. Chuck, Chuck and Tito just hooked me in mm. permanently um, back then. It, it, that was way before Brock's time. Yeah. But after Chuck, Ch- Chuck and and Tito got me in, I kind of went off for a while and then Brock got me back in. Okay. When he cha- when his yeah. changeover. Then discovering GSP when all this was happening. Yeah. And then realising how classy he was. Yeah. And did you ever see the GSP documentary where I think I did John Donahue is explaining to him that when Nate Diaz calls him a motherfucker he's not saying you literally fuck your own mother <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, this guy calling me a motherfucker and he's but, like George he, he is not saying you fuck your own mother <laughs> to him everybody is a motherfucker it's but, hilarious but did you see him even on Saturday when he was cursing a few times well, when he, he was like I do not wish to swear yeah <laughs> it's hilarious I man. love him but I love watching some of his uh, training stuff as well oh, and his interviews that. and all he's brilliant did you ever see the training footage of when Joe Rogan's teaching him the spinning heel kick no I don't think it's so it's insane they're doing it on a heavy bag and like it made me just go I would never take a kick off Joe Rogan never never so Chuck GSP Brock and Connor why is Connor in there Connor for me because I think he's changed the game. Um, his meteoric meteoric rise, um, the money he's brought in. I think right. other fighters have kind of taken a leaf off him, and they're getting more mounty in the cage. I after. would say Connor took a leaf from Charles Hammond. Yeah, he possibly did, but Charles never had. Charles didn't have the success in the sense that Charles yeah. didn't win the titles. Yeah, but. Money-wise and that, before like money-money came into it, Chael was the highest earner. Chael was, you know what I mean? I just think that, that there's question marks over Connor for me based on a couple of things. And don't get me wrong, I'm still, like, I still support him if he's fighting and all that. Like, But he's now a four-time <laughs> world champion who has never defended a belt. Yeah. He has, as we've discussed and as has been in the media a lot, on more than one occasion put his foot in his mouth mm. with you know just being silly like yeah being absolutely silly and i know there's some out there i think it's being silly and i think it's there, there are others out there who look and, and rightfully so you could argue that say it's more than being silly there have been numerous times where he's said something that is you know you could call it bigotry you could call it racist you could call it homophobic there, there's been more than one occasion basically but I don't I, think he's any of them though. I, I I don't think he's a bad bloke in that sense. I don't think he's I think yeah, he's using slurs, but I think he's using them without realising the weight that they carry. Yeah. I think this I think the slurs and I think I think <coughs> you're very I think you're right on bringing them up. Um but I think I think any time I hear one of these things, I think yeah. it's disappointing. Um particularly the latest one. But at what point does disappointment turn to Okay, it's no longer defensible? Like, how many times would you accept 
before, I, before I take them off my Rushmore. Well, well, before you take them off your Rushmore, or before you kind of say, like, all right, you know what, maybe this isn't a great ambassador for Ireland or, or for the sport. Like, put it this way, right? If Donald Trump this this week was one year since the, the election, one year on since he won the presidency, mm. if Donald Trump had said three of the things that McGregor has said, I'd imagine you'd be far more critical of Donald Trump than you are of Conor McGregor. Yeah. Why? Because I think there's a naivety to Conor. I think it's... I think while when... Particularly the last one, I was really disappointed. Um, I think he addressed it well. I think. He, I don't. I, the only thing I don't think he addressed it well was because there was a delay in apologising. Far too long, which made it seem insincere when he did. Yeah, but I don't think he was insincere when he did it because I didn't... I don't think he... I don't think he needed I don't think he thought he needed to address it because he was like no look I'm I'm not homophobic it's mm. it's what what want for a better term it's street language he doesn't mean it as, as that is that like, not the equivalent of Donald Trump saying it's locker room talk want to grab you by your pussy street language locker room talk I, I mean I, I don't think the Trump comparison is fair to be honest okay can I ask why because Trump has been alleged to have sexually harassed numbers a number of women. I think Trump knows what he's doing and knows what he's saying. Okay. I think he's a cabbage. I don't think Connor. I don't think Connor realizes the weight of what he's saying, and I yeah, think there's, so, a, there's okay. a sense of naivety. So, so it's to it all. Okay. Yeah. No. Like I'm. I'm. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not trying mm. to be, but I'm just trying to tease it out based on the fact that, like you see the the coverage it's gotten and you're seeing the reaction to it and that kind of thing and it's I I do think it's it's a discussion that's worth having with people and it's one of them things as well that like I'd be on, I'll, I'll be 100% honest I'm a Conor McGregor fan but this has definitely taken some of the gloss off him for me mm. this has definitely kind of made me go Jesus like I mean I know it has many, for me as well how many times how many times can you make the same mistake essentially you know yeah. what I mean no it has for me as well <laughs> but I think <laughs> I think I think Connor as well. I think he's very uncomfortable with this whole role model, uh, role model. Um, he might be uncomfortable. Label, he might be but he has to come to terms with it that he is a role model. He might be uncomfortable being a role model, but I don't think he's uncomfortable with the fame because he's definitely sought out the fame. And when you're at a certain level of fame, the spotlight is on you. You don't get a break. And I think it's naive of him to 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 think that you know that what he could say previously to a friend. You know what I mean? When there's a camera on him, I, do, I don't, I don't get why he even said that, though. To be honest, the context no, of it, yeah, no, I would have no, never yeah. heard anyone. I've heard grown up people use the the word that he used, yeah, um, and I don't think that they're. I think they're using it just as another. Let just let me finish. I don't think they're they're using it as just another slagging, like right, yeah, yeah, yeah. as in you bastard, you wanker, you prick. But yeah. but that's no excuse. Mm. There's a lot of people in the world that has associates that word with um, hate crimes, hate crimes, and yeah, and, yeah. and all the rest. So when you're in that frame, and when you're in that public frame, and when you're in, you're considered a role model, whether you like it to admit it or not. Yeah, you have to be careful. There's a part of me that, that like, I, I fully I agree definitely with don't saying. believe he's racist either. No, I, I don't. I don't think he is either. Right, but there's like, but at the same time, when I when I see him coming out and saying the things and he doesn't more than once and kind of like man you need to fucking learn from your mistake here the, I mean look 
using the term faggot in the context that he used it was, was just bizarre and wrong. Yeah, ag- agreed, 100%. And then, and then there is the side of me as well that's kind of like, I don't know if you've ever seen the Louis C.K. bit where he's talking about the word faggot and he's saying that like when he was growing up or whatever and he was in school, if you called somebody a faggot, you weren't doing it as a homo slur, you were just doing it because they were a faggot. Like, and he, like it's a comedy sketch and he, like he kind of gets to the crux of it. it's nuanced and he kind of gets to the crux of kind of like you know sometimes a word that had a meaning a long time ago yeah. the word evolves to no longer mean that it means something else entirely but but, but and, and the but is huge on this there is a huge crowd of people who for them that word still carries a huge amount of power it still carries huge weight behind it Yeah. so it's one thing a comedian trying to make a joke out of it in a comedic, comedic context it's another thing for somebody like Conor McGregor. And I'm not advocating that the word is okay to use here, by the way. I'm not. It's not at all all right to use. You know, I'm using it purely because I'm trying to get the point across of one, what word was used, just in case anybody out there didn't know. And two, I'm using it because I'm trying to make the point of there's different levels of cop fame. On. And there's, there's levels well, yeah. of on as well. There's different levels of fame. It's and not that it's okay for anyone to do it, but in one context people would find it acceptable i.e i didn't see anybody making a big song and dance about the louis ck thing mm. there was a little bit of a murmur when floyd mayweather called conor mcgregor a faggot during the press tour for their fight yeah on stage yeah when he knew people were watching exactly but when conor said it, it blew up it blew up yeah so the question has to be asked you know like is conor getting a fair trial but then the question has to be asked of him. I think it's irrelevant whether he's getting a fair trial. I think he has to be careful. Yeah, no, ultimately I'd agree uh, with that, yeah. Um, <laughs> give me a story, right? When I was 13, you know when you're a teenager, or maybe 10, yeah. 10 to 15, you thought you were mad using coarse words. Oh, yeah. I remember calling someone a bastard. Yeah. And then someone said to me, don't call him a bastard. And I'm like, why? Because bastard means you have no dad and his dad died. Uh, I remember being told uh, that when I was and younger. And I stopped as well. using the word bastard because of it. Yeah, I remember when I was younger being told that bastard means you had no dad. And I believed yeah. it for years until I actually learned what it properly meant. I was like, wait a second. Wait, does it not mean that? No. I'm going to start using it again. Did you not know that? No. A bastard is just somebody who was born out of wedlock. It doesn't mean you have no dad. Everybody has a dad, Graham. Yeah, but I remember someone saying that their dad well, is there sorry, and no one has sorry. a dad. Everybody has a biological father. Some people, you know, would say, oh, we don't have a dad because of whatever in their family. That's fine, whatever. I'm not trying to get into that <laughs> yeah, shit. <laughs> what did you walk into that for? Jesus. This all happened on Mount Rushmore. Connor is yeah, on my Mount Rushmore for, of, what, for what he's achieved in such yeah, little time. Grand. And bastard is some... Like, Jon Snow in Game of Thrones is Ned Stark's bastard because Ned Stark wasn't married to the woman. <laughs> Anybody who's caught up will realise that that's not entirely true, but I don't want to give away spoilers. No, man, no, man, no, man. Oh... L plus R equals J, Game of Thrones fans. Oh. Don't you dare snort a Game of Thrones. So that's my Mount Rushmore. If I had to go on popularity for my Mount Rushmore rather than... Then your your fan favourites, your popular... My fan favourites then, I would be going with... Chael. Mm. The Diaz brothers. Mm. And... Chael, the Diaz brothers... And was Connor not an idea? Your Rampage Rushmore? Jackson. So Connor's not on any of your no. Well. Like I said, he's taking the gloss off himself. I can't, and until he defends one of I'm them, sh- I'm sure Rampage has done a lot more than Connor McGregor. In what sense? 
I can't think at the top of my head now, but if he has, like, if I'm not aware. Have you of not it. seen him with the with the women that interview him all the time? The man is a sexual predator. Is he? Gen- yeah. No, genuinely, no, no yeah, I haven't. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, he's brutal. Right, well then, Rampage may be taken down <laughs> off the mountain. I'll have to investigate this further because I won't tolerate that on my Mount Rushmore. I didn't know that, genuinely. I just, oh, loved, yeah, them. I just loved them in the A-team. <laughs> it's awful. It really is. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that the, the Diaz brothers will definitely be on it. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Tweet us at WTS pod, lads. Who'll be on your MMA Mount Rushmore? I think that brings an end to our show, does it? Does it? How long have we done? It must be an hour. No, no, it's somewhere near <laughs> What is it? <laughs> I have to deal with the maths. Hang on a second, because our new recording method just gives it to me in seconds. It doesn't give it to me in minutes. So hang on a second now. This it doesn't in seconds. Yeah, it doesn't do it in minutes. <laughs> so, anybody listening is looking at it and going, it's bleeding 40. But hang on till I try work this out here, lads, right? So hang on now, and now that, and then uh, that's that, and then uh, now that's not right either. So, do we not know how long we're gone for? No. <laughs> I genuinely don't. That's we not... We started at 5 Oh, Hang on, that's a B counter. That's not seconds. I thought that was seconds. We started at 5 Did we start at 5 I'm pretty sure we did. Jeez, I need to... If I'm going to be recording like this from now on, I'll need to... Uh, <laughs> time it. To time it properly. It's not like the 600 where I have a buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> you should do a buzzer when we're on our own. I think I'm going to have to, man. Yeah, Jesus. I have absolutely no idea what's happening here. Technology has got the better of me, lads, and not for the first time. But anyway, sure, look, we'll end it there. If it's short, it's a short <laughs> one. I always leave them wanting more. There's not saying on that, no? No, because that's hooked into that, and this is meant to be your <laughs> your sound desk, so to speak. Right. Lads, I apologise for... There's not uh, need to apologise. For absolutely nothing. Ew! <laughs> <laughs> um, I did actually want to say one final thing to you, now I can't remember what. Shit, I distracted you. Yeah, no, it's all right. Look, it'll come back to me or it won't. It doesn't matter. I can bring it up next week or some other week or I'll never bring it up again. And people it will always wonder. Remember on WTS123 when Danny wanted to say something he forgot? I wonder what that was. It'll be interesting next week with our guest. Yeah. Talking about the king. Talking about Conor McGregor. Yeah. Until he defends a belt, man. Yeah. I don't think he... I, I don't think... Um, the whole defending the belt thing is kind of uh, an argument when it comes to cage wires because he was offered a UFC contract. He's hardly going to say no. Yeah, no, that's... I'm, uh, sure, yeah. I'm sure if he wasn't offered a UFC contract, he would have defended those belts. Uh, you'd like to think so, but mm. ultimately he didn't defend them. So, mm. you know, fair enough, he did move on to the UFC. And I know that's the argument people always make, but I just like to antagonize. But the UFC belts, I don't need any excuse. I don't think he'd go back to 145 anyway. More than likely he won't, but I don't think there's any excuse for not defending the belt at this point. Mm. Um, I think the whole Floyd Mayweather thing came up, but he'll defend his lightweight belt. I hope so. No, he will. I want to see. Who do you think he'll defend it against? Tony Ferguson. Do you think he'll go straight against Tony? You yeah. don't think he'll go in against for the rubber match against Diaz? No, I think Ferguson will come up first. I hope Ferguson comes up first. And how do you think it'll go? I think Conor bends him. Beats him. Connor wins him. It's real juvenile. Oh, man, Tony goes. Tony's gone through everybody, man. I can't. I think Connor's. I think he's different gravy at lightweight. I think he beats him in the stand up and just knocks him out. And it, then he beats Diaz in the rubber match as well. And then he fights Khabib in Russia. And R- then. Rocky style. Then he knocks Khabib out in Russia. Oh my God, that's how World War Three starts. <laughs> so he'll beat Tony Ferguson. Yeah. He'll beat Nate Diaz in the trilogy. Yeah. And he'll beat Khabib. And then he'll hopefully he'll retire. 
That's some prediction. I was man. saying to one of the lads the other day, I wouldn't actually. After he does the trill, all those three fights and wins, I would love to see. I don't think an Irish Irish fight's ever going to happen with Connor as much as his camps keep saying that he wants it to happen. Yeah, I, yeah, I just yeah. don't see it happening. He probably deep down would love for it to happen. To be honest, I think the only way he does is if it does happen is if he loses the belt. But I'd love to see him in the Aviva fight Joe Duffy at lightweight. <sighs> but Joe Duffy had a really bad loss at the weekend, so I he needs yeah, to true. get yeah. back up. Um, yeah, I think you'd be more more likely to see that outside Copper some Christmas <laughs> down the road. <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't uh, tickle your fancy, no? Uh, no, it doesn't. No, it tickles my fancy. Yeah, but that's just because you're mad into the Irishness. No, I just I'd like to see a Connor against Joe Duffy. Uh, I'd like to see him avenge his loss, and then we do a Con- McGregor Duffy uh, trilogy. They're too. Con- you, uh, you obviously think Connor beats him easy then. Uh, at this point in their careers, yeah, mm. I think that the the two of them have gone on completely different paths. Connor has got so much better. Duffy's got better, but I don't think he's got. I don't think it's well, probably poor grammar. performance. Doesn't he hasn't got better that. enough. That is that good grammar. That's not. Yeah, that's people poor. get what you mean. Yeah, Jesus, I can't think of how to word that. Anyway, um, yeah, the glass is being taken off Connor for me. Really? So that was talking, twenty minutes ago, man. No, well, you brought up our guest for next week. Oh yeah. So I'm looping it back around to that. Oh, okay. So I'm looking forward to it because our guest next week, I don't think he ever believed there was any gloss on him at all. No, and he hated the rugby world cup bid, which will be interesting to talk to him about as well. For you, he made some very valid points, though I have to say. Yes, absolutely. Are you gonna try the intro, the outro. Okay. Yes, I will try the outro. Right. So where are we, Danny? You do. You do the outro with the whole... No, I do the whole thing. Do the full shebang, man. Okay, you're going to mark me now. Don't forget to check out Fitzpatrick's Castle Hotel online. Um, you can check us out on Twitter at WTS Pod. You can check us out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash WTS Pod Ireland. You can check us out on Podcast Republic, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Podbean, um, and just search WTS Pod. <laughs> I did it. Tell me I did it. Almost. What did I forget now? He said you can check out Fitzpatrick Castle online. I never gave the bleeding website. Because I forgot the website. <laughs> I forgot the website. So I, you got 9 out of 10 on the 600. But forgetting the sponsor and their website, Graham. Fitzpatrickhotels.com. No, that's that's the group. That's the group one. It's just Fitzpatrickcastle.com for the beautiful surroundings. I'm never going to get it. Because you forgot the sponsor and you didn't get the plug right, I have to give you two out of ten. Okay, fair enough. We'll it's, get it next week. You know. But look, I, I We're working on it. We are working on it. Yeah. And, I, and I think this will be a regular recordance until you get it right. I know. I'd also like if you could improve how you say where the podcast is available. I'm just giving you homework here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably better just, on the 600. I think you were. I think the 600 <laughs> there was a better flow. I'm going to put this down to tiredness and, and, and your blood sugar is low because you didn't have your dinner before you came up. Yeah, that's fair enough. Okay. Don't now have me dinner now. Exactly. Check it out on all those places and do what Meryl said and all that, lads. And Until next week. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't, can't lose. lose. Too sweet. Good luck.